Welcome to Eagle Nation. Don't forget to join us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter so you never miss an episode. Well, welcome to Bounce Sound. We take on Adelaide this Saturday afternoon at Adelaide Oval, 2.35 Western Standard Time. It's our second Saturday afternoon in a row. Uh, both teams are coming off losses before they head into the buy round. So which team will be hungrier for the win? We'll soon find out. I welcome my co-hosts in Dan and Wayne. How are you going, boys? Yep, good day. Good to be here. Um, again, we're recording this via Zoom because I've got tonsillitis that I want to give, uh, and I'm pretty crook, so I don't want to get any of the other boys sick. Um, thanks to Tom at Plus Fitness. He's our uh, sponsor at Subiaco Hillary's and Journal. I'll get down there, telling me from Eagle Nation, and he'll do a good deal for you. He'll whip you into the shape and get onto our socials. Go to Linktree, and you can find any of our links from there. All right, Eagles take on Adelaide, as I said. Eagles 33 wins to Adelaide 23. The last five games, Eagles have won three, Adelaide two, the last time they met. Well, Eagles lost 13 8 to Adelaide 16-602 at Optus Stadium. Can anyone remember what the game was most memorable for? JK kicking eight. Yes, it was. Unfortunately, his last game, but he went out in style and uh, not many people kick eight in the last game, do they? No, 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 that's a rare one. <laughs> I wish I did. Um, biggest wins for the Eagles. Um, I remember this one too. Eagles 135 points, round 19, 1995 at CBACO. Makira was best on ground that day with 32 disposals, three goals and two points. And Muddy Waterman, who was a surprise packer that day, 26 disposals and three goals. He played up forward and set it back. And Jason Bohr, well, it was when Ruckman kicked goals and he kicked four of them, so... That was some good names just to have in the team. It'd be good to have some some names like that in this week's uh, team. And Adelaide, their best win is 86 points against us, round 23 at Subiaco. So um, both games at Subiaco. Um, Adelaide, they went up against Gold Coast and they unfortunately lost 13 goals, nine they were, and Gold Coast come over the top and kicked 16 goals, 16 to win. Um, I don't know if you watch that, guys, but um, Adelaide kicked the first eight goals, I think, um, and looked like they were going to cruise to an easy victory, but Gold Coast got on, got on top of them. So did any of you watch that game? I watched uh, the last quarter. Say that again, Wayne. Sorry, I watched the last quarter where they um, – yeah, Gold Coast were running all over them. I think uh, I don't think Adelaide won a game away this year. I believe that's why I understand it. No, they won they one, won all- one, one away, and I think it was by three points from memory. I can't remember, but like you said, yeah, they where well, you could call them flat track bullies, couldn't you? Yeah, well, that's what the name being thrown around now, isn't it? Um, sadly, this is games at Adelaide Oval, so <laughs> I don't think we're going to get that good run of their away games. Yeah, and I think the only game away they did win was that Tassie game, the famous one where, like, I really accused Hawks of tanking that game. Remember, they were 10 points up with a couple oh, minutes left, and yeah. they did all those dodgy things, and then they end up winning by three points. So, yeah, I think Wayne's correct. I think that is the only game they've won away. So apart mm. from that, oof. But as I said, we're getting the Adelaide at home, which is a completely different outfit. Well, let's talk about the team that we're going to be playing, Adelaide. Look, um, if you look at it, we'll, we'll go into the injury list, say. Their injury list 
is Hugh Bond a knee? He's a test. Hinge concussion a test. They probably wouldn't come in because they're your second tier players. Shane McAdam a quad he could come in. Uh, Andrew McPherson he's still nine weeks away of a quad. Zach Taylor a foot nine weeks away. And the big one on the weekend was uh, Tom Duday. Uh, did his ACL, so he's out for the season. So unfortunate for him because he's a really good player for them and he's going to be missed down back because um, he's a vital link in their back line. Yeah, that's his second ACL. It was his, op- it was his, it his, it was his opposite knee, though, this time. It wasn't the bad one he did before. This one was the um, other knee. So, yeah, sad. Hate seeing players have that happen to any player on any team. Yeah, you're right, Wayne. You hate seeing any player go down with a knee. It's a horrible injury. Um, we'll talk about our injuries. We might as well because the wings clip list is just getting bigger. Just when we thought we're getting on top and we're looking to get some players back, I'll go through them. And um, we've had a few added overnight, so I don't know if you know about these uh, extra ones, but I'll go through them. Petrescu Seaton, you know, he 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 might be a test for this week, so he's one that could come in. Luke Shuey, uh, he could be a test to come in. He probably will come in now because um, Liam Duggan has been suspended for a week, so by the time we air, he might have got off, but I don't know if we're challenging it yet. Um, you got Luke Edwards. He's still out with concussions, so he's a test. So he could come back in. Jack Darlin's probably a week away, so after the bye. McGovern probably the game after the bye. Nat Nui, well, you said it, Wayne. I don't think he'll play this year. Six or no. seven weeks for the fourth week running, so someone's gone on there. So, you know, I'll ask a question after this about that. Uh, Tom Cole, six or seven weeks. Um, he's ahead of time, so that that, that could change this week. Isaiah, Isaiah Winder, six or seven weeks with a knee. Cripps, six weeks with an ankle. Liam Ryan, seven with his hammy. Jermaine Jones, eight to ten weeks. Harry Edwards, he's done his abductor, so he could be three or four weeks. Jai Cully, we know he's a season. God, this list just keeps getting longer. Hewitt's now out with concussion for a week. Shannon Hearn, hamstring for three weeks. Connor West, probably six to eight weeks with a MCL, so at least it's not an ACL there. And then we've added three more. Uh, Kobe Vergil, um, we wondered why he wasn't playing in the waffle. He's done a hamstring tendon, so he's out for the rest of the season. Baker's done a hamstring. He's got two weeks. So he did it last week. And Jamison, they basically said he's done an abductor, which we did in the, the game against uh, Magpies, kept playing. So he's probably looking at three to four weeks there. So just when we thought it was getting uh, better, it's just – more added to the list, guys. So my view there, should we have taken an extra person in the mid-season draft? Oh, without oh, a doubt. Blind Freddy could... Yeah, you go, Wayne. No, yeah, sorry, without a doubt, we should have had a crack at it. I mean, I know, look, I know they have this crap where about about the doctors got to give the final say, but surely they could get that that sort of – I mean, that, no, he's not going to play. He'll be batting the play again ever, let alone this year. So um, they could have they could have done something. I mean, guys have got torn hamstrings with off the bone. I mean, that, that you're not going to play again this year with that. What's your yeah, idea? Blind Freddy could have seen we should have gone. I was high on Jack Buller, you know what I mean, just get him in, just see what he's done because it was only a six-month contract and we got the money to spend. But I think we forgot one off the injury list. Was Barass on there? Did oh, I mean, this injury list 
Yeah. Yeah. This injury list is just embarrassingly long. And I got suckered in again, Wayne. I got suckered in, mate. I was like, last week, I think we had eight, nine players in the Waffle squad. I'm like, oh, we should be adding two more into this team next week. You know, two, three more in, and it will be competitive. will be good to watch again. And then on the weekend, I couldn't even think of who we was missing because I, um, Berg Hill was the one that, like, obviously, I forgot. I was like, there's someone else missing because you knew Baker wasn't there, you knew Jamison wasn't there, you knew Hill wasn't there. Again, we only had the six players running around, and it's like, oh, this is just shocking. And I didn't realise the injuries that the players missing in the waffle actually had. And hmm. I mentioned in a bounce down about injuries, how they're so varied, it's not like all soft tissue. But the fact that Baker and Berg Gill are now on the hamstring list of injuries, God, that's that's way too many soft tissue injuries for my liking now. That's that's yeah. and young kids. That's just something's going on. I understand they're pushing them to get them fit, you know, because they've been slammed for that. But they've got to look at this seriously now, honestly. Well, look on social media, it went crazy with people saying, you know, why aren't we taking the extra pick and. They they use the loophole that you know doctors got to sign it off, and you know a lot of a lot of supporters um, you know agree with that, but that's bullshit because there's loopholes in everything, and a doctor can extend um, injuries anytime they like, um, and that's what they they do. So I, I just think it was bad management from the Eagles not to even just go for one more. Um, you know. We, we want them to be transparent. They're not being transparent still. They never will be. Uh, Gavin Bell, uh, I, I listened to his interviews, and I said, why didn't you just answer the question instead of dancing around it? And um, I'm just baffled and why we didn't put one more on there. Um, you know, you know, we added one more person to the list, and we've lost five other players. So the Waffle team has gone in next week. I don't even know if we'll field a side because of the injuries that we've got from this game. So um, before we go into the Eagles and Adelaide teams on who will be on the ground, let's talk about the mid-season draft. We picked up a young boy and he was touted to go number one from the last three, four weeks, and that was Ryan Marrick, Gippsland Power, 193 centimetres. Uh, he's only 18 and, you know, he burst onto the – Seen in round one in the uh, the talent league season, as they call it over there, and he hasn't looked back. Um, he played a couple of games in the VFL, kicking goals for Box Hill. And, you know, um, he came to the waffle side and he was probably not ready for that. I hope the boys said, you know, be prepared because we, you know, we haven't got the development there. We've got um, amateur players playing for us. He, he took one mark. It was a great mark too, and he kicked truly for a goal, but he only had five possessions, didn't see the ball after half time. didn't play much of the last quarter. And, um, look, he might be one that comes straight back into the team, boys, um, with limited preparation AFL-wise. So um, it was good to see him back. It's good to see him get on a list, and, um, you know, um, he looks good. What do you think, Wayne? Oh, yeah, I only saw a little bit of it because of um, I had other things on. But, yeah, he's um – uh, when you're that tall and you're playing in half forward, um, I think mean, that's pretty handy to have. Uh, he's got good skills on both sides of the body. And I think he could, um, yeah, it's a, if we played him this week, I'd sooner play him as a sub more than a, a, as a full game. But like you say there, was he might, we might not have any choice this week. What about you, Dan? You, you excited about the prospect of Ryan Merrick? Oh, the, as a prospect, yeah, but he didn't. 
again, it's development in that waffle. And was, someone asked, uh, sorry, I forgot, it could have been Eddie Smith on the TNG page, asked a very good question about it, and it was directed at Chester, like, is it best for him to develop at Waffle? And um, flat out normally I'd say yes, but we're in such dire straits down at Waffle level now. I don't think it is good for them to develop. So True got tagged, and, I mean, it was a hard tag. You could see the guy never left his shoulder. How he didn't get more freeze from the umps was embarrassing. Yep. I think he ended up with 14 disposals, and I think they let the tag go at the end. Personally, as a coaching situation, I don't know why they bothered to tag anyway because – I don't think it's needed to tag equal players at Waffle level right now. But, yeah, they went in there and that was it. And um, so Chester was left to his own to try to develop as an inside mid, end up with 19 disposals. But here's a little tinfoil hat that um, for you, Wazza, and I ask you too, Wayne, and it comes to both things we're talking about, the draft and this Waffle team. Why didn't, if you weren't thinking for a long-term prospect, we tried to get Hammer Brayshaw back to the Eagles in the Waffle team, but East Perth didn't give up the contract. They said, no, we got you contracted, and he works at the club. Why wouldn't you just throw away a pick to get a, a player that on a six-month contract, but you know he's not going to be in the for the AFL side, but just to strengthen that midfield in the guts, a big season body there, to protect Chester and True a bit in there. You know what I mean? Because how's True going to develop? True's at the crossroads now, and he's getting bloody tagged at Waffle level. That's not really going to help his development much. Chester, that, that means he then has to be the number one bloody mid when he's only played six bloody games, you know, in the Waffle team. That's not going to help anyone. So, yeah, just, yeah, hammering. He works at the club anyway. You could work something out. Say, look, we'll pay you the extra money to delist you at the end of the year because you work at the club anyway and we'll work that into your salary. And you've just got a seasoned body in there because realistically, we need Clark in the side. We need West in the side. But there would be two perfect seasoned bodies that could go in there right now because it's a mess. So, Marek, am I excited for him to come in? No, not really. Am I excited for him as a player? Very much so. I think he's got a lot of potential. But no forward can perform in that team right now, you know. They're not going to get opportunities. So, well, that's my rant anyway. No, that's cool. And I like it as a tinfoil hat. So, I've got a question here for all you. But before I ask the question, uh, you, you said it there, um, the development, you know, it, it, you can't get it going. And I think uh, the Eagles should be putting you on there as some uh, football manager or someone, mate, because that's a, a great, great thing with Hammer Brayshaw. That would have been brilliant. That would have pissed East Perth right up the wall. But before we get to Wayne, I've got a question. Rowan Butler from on Facebook uh, sent in a message saying, Dan, just wondering what is your preferred brand of tinfoil hat? <laughs> I like that one. Whenever I ask these serious questions, I always like to think, whichever is best at keeping the 5G waves out of my brain, you know what I mean? Protecting me from 5G networks. Like. Well, well, what do you reckon, mate? You, uh, you've been putting your hand up there, I think. I know. I was just going to say to you guys, I've been saying this for over eighteen months now that whoever we get is a waste of time because you cannot develop in our reserves team. Now, you boys must remember I've been saying this for so damn long: is that unless we do something with the reserves team, the young guys we're getting in, they're not want to, They don't. They're not going to want to come here because what, what are you going to? You're going to play in this crap what we're playing in at the moment in the reserves. You know, with amateur players who who just have not got the ability. You know, you look at Jack Williams. Jack Williams will never progress. He'll get delisted before he can progress, and then he'll get picked up by Richmond or someone or Hawthorne who can train at Box Hill or Sandringham and all these other teams. 
And until we align with a league club or join a competition where we can get a decent team, our young kids are not going to develop any one iota. And I'm, I've been saying this for so damn long. And it's, yep. it's, I think it's a joke. We're, we're an embarrassment. Well, I think it comes down to the people at our club just having their heads in the sand all the time. Um, you know, I'd be saying we're pulling out of the waffle um, and we're taking our money with you, with us, and um, we'll take your best players along with us as well because we'll just join the VFL or join the AFL reserves. And I think it's going to come sooner than later because um, you can't keep operating like this. And, um, you know, these waffle heads, I love my waffle, but, some of these waffle presidents got their heads in the sand and, um, you know, it's just, it's mind boggling. But like you said, development, that's another, we could do a whole show on this and maybe in the off season, we will do an off, uh, a whole show on this because somebody at the Eagles needs to put their foot down and just put, put a rocket up the WAFC. And I know the WAFC has their licenses for, uh, the Eagles and the Dockers, but, I'd sooner think that it's uh, a little bit of a threat would put the wind up them if they don't, you know, succumb or give us some more even uh, points. I don't know. There's something got to be done. Let's get on to the Adelaide Crows. As we said, top D-Day, he's done his knee. So I, I don't think their team would be much different uh, at their home deck. They're going to go in big, big favourites. Um, the back line's got Jordan Butts, Murray, Michelaney, he's he's been really good as he um he's in the rising star. He, I think he won back in round four or five. Brady Smith, one of my favourite players, you know, he, he gets the ball so much. Wayne Malira, um, your, your centre line, which will be Chase James, Dawson, and Shoal. Shoal's a younger player, you know, he's not a big name, but he's making a an effort there. Riley O'Brien in the ruck, Rory Laird and Ben Keys. You know, our midfield is going to have to stand up to keep those guys uh, quiet. And their forward line, Rochelle and uh, Rankin, the two smalls, they're doing pretty good. Peddler's done really good. And then you got the Tours in Walker and Fogarty. And then you chuck in Phil Fort and probably Rory Sloan into that mix. It's, it's on paper, they, they look very good, man. And they're, they're probably a team that we should be looking at their development because a few years ago they were in a prim- they in a grand final fell off the cliff, but they regenerated and you know they've got a new coach. Um, they've taken their time, but they're, they're hitting their straps and they could have won a few more games, but they've let themselves down the last quarters. What do you think was on that lineup? The the blood that's really got me going at Adelaide is Pegler. He's a left footer and they've dragged him out of nowhere, and um, yeah, he's dominating. And their forward line Walker's got a new life. Rochelle, and then they got Rankin, who's really added some strength to them. Like I say, they're they're good. They're good at home. They'll beat us by ten goals. If they don't, they'll be very disappointed. And they should beat us by ten goals too. And um, yeah, I think they'll be way way too strong for us. Rory Sloan's in great form too. Dan, yeah, I think our um, I think their forward line is going to carve us up very badly this game. Like, I like what Bazo and Hoff did, but you've now got Hearn out, you've now got Cole out, you've got tall Harry Edwards out, you've got McGovern out, you've got Jones, our runner, out, and you've got Brass out. You've got six of our defenders out right now. Uh, Chuck Duggan in too, another rebounding defender, that's seven out now. If you want to go for players that can come in and replace them, well, Burgle's out and Baker's out, they're two hook defenders. So we're down to nine defenders out of that side now. Well, so I think Fogarty is going to have a town, go to town. So I think 
you know, the two Rankin and Rochelle is going to go to town. I think our injuries didn't come to the midfield, so our midfield might be able to hold their own. But I think at their forward line is just going to destroy us, sadly. And that's nothing against our young defenders. It's just they're doing it by himself right now. Um, and we had six plays in the waffle, and not including injured plays come back. We have to take four of them out now to play this game. Yep. Well, I, I don't know if you can see my list that I sent you, boys, but I put in a mock team that I thought might uh, get up there. I, I included Barras because they said he could play, and I think that, that it was a late withdrawal. So it happened in captain's run. It's a hip injury. Hips can be managed a bit. So I reckon he might do, might come back in. Like you said, we've lost Duggan. I've kept him in there, but hoping that he gets overturned. So by the time you hear this, we, we'll know that for certain. Um I've added in Seaton to come in. I've put the the new boy Merrick to come in and Chester to come in. Jamison's probably not going to play. So, like you said, we're going to be stretched down back. Is it a, a time that we put Waterman down there? Because I didn't say in the final sorry, and I thought Waterman bought the border ground a lot for us, us more to get onto. Uh, maybe it's chance for him to go backwards. Uh, what, what do you think? You know, then you need someone in the forward line to replace him. I'm not sure who that's going to be. But um, that would be, be your Merrick. Ryan Merrick comes right. in. He, he, he big job. It's big, big job. job for an eight. That, that's, yeah. what you, that's what you, um, you draft these guys for. And we basically just said that there's no development in the waffle side. So you develop them in the AFL side. And this is the chance where I think the Eagles now – they have to play Zane True in there um, and Chesser and Merrick in there and Bloodham. Um, you go, you know, you've got, got a chance here, guys. It's We've got to buy afterwards, so ha- have a go. Uh, I don't think they've got a choice because the only other one you could probably bring in, and that would be Harry Barnett to debut. Yeah. yeah well, you may need to do this from just – because it does depend if um, – Pachewski Seaton's fit, if Shuey's fit. It does depend who we're getting back, if young Edwards is going to come straight back in. That's Luke Edwards, not Harry, obviously. Um, so depending who we have available to come back in, we're just going to decimate that waffle side. So it will have to be Harry Barnett's and the like. Uh, he did kick a couple goals on the weekend too, good goals. So maybe he and Marrick will come forward. Uh, I would say Williams missed a lot of footy, so he probably wouldn't be ready. Um, and then, yeah, I think you'll have to play Waterman back just – on the pure reason we have to, we don't really have much choice. Um, obviously, if Barrett uh, Barath is fit, then that changes. But if he's not, well, we need some tools down there to help Bazo out. So, yeah, they may play Barnett because it's an Adelaide game too. They may play him his first game there in Adelaide in front of his family. That could be another yeah. thing. Well, my my, my coach is corner because um, you don't have one, Wayne. No, not today. <laughs> Well, my coach's corner is... I probably had the reserves. That was my bloody spiel on that one. (laughs) Well, well, my my coach's corner is take every bloody fit player you got on the plane to uh, Adelaide, forfeit the waffle game this week and play the youngsters. (laughs) Um, Because that's what you're there for. Find out who's going on. And um, like I said, I think this could be a bigger killing than... uh, This probably could be one of our biggest losses, the way it's going. Um, just because of what Dan did say, we're stretched down back and um, one guy that sort of like 
didn't get much mention, and we've got to put him in the final siren, but didn't get much mention on social media, was Brady Hoff had a great game on the weekend against Magpies, and, um, you know, he might have to sit down there on the halfback flank. Um, Hunt's going to have to be more accountable. Uh, he, he probably had a – he went from his best game to not having a very good game. I think he was tagged a little bit out of the game, fumbled a lot, and um, what, like I said, our midfield's – could probably break even. They're going to have to because if they get the supply down to their forward line, it's going to be it's going to be not a very good sight to watch. No. I'll tell you what, though. You mentioned Hoff, and yeah, I, I, he played a lot on Ginevan. I didn't know Ginevan was playing to about halfway through that bloody game. Didn't see him. Didn't do much. So yeah, he played a very good game, Hoff. Yeah, look, uh, I thought he was very good, and like you said, Ginevan was didn't have any influence at all. Uh, they're probably the other small forward did in uh, <laughs> in Bobby Hill, so mm. um, he's probably more damaging. So yeah, but like I said, Hoppy did his job. So all right, guys, uh, we're going to cut it short because we don't want to flog the dead horse. We're, we're undermanned. We got more injuries than we've ever had. We've got some players that might come back. So unless you know, we won't know that until probably Friday. Um, hopefully, Shuey is added into the mix. Your winner and margin, mate. We all know it's going to be the Crows. Just how much, boy? 60 points for me. Uh, Crows by 70. I'm, I'm, people got to realise how decimated we are. This is going to be a painful game. Um, just prepare yourself for that. We, we, we do play good at Adelaide Oval. So um, uh, if Amids can get on top and break even, maybe the score line ain't as big as what it is. But... Look, if a mid get mids break even or get on top, I think it's about a forty pointer. But if we're getting slaughtered in the middle, look, we, we won the ground ball and we won the stoppages against Magpies. If we can win that again, I'm looking at that forty point. But if not, it's going to be a, a massacre. So, um, and then we just got to hope that in that buy around um, that we get a lot of players back. So um, the waffle is going to be decimated even more this week. So I'd hate to be in the waffle side. As we said, something's going to be done there. And, you know, we've just got to get through the season, guys, as bad as it, what, it, what it is. Um, and you said it, Dan, there's more soft injuries now, so something's happening. So that needs to be addressed. So, yeah, if you're an Eagles fan, stick in there, hang tough, because it is tough on the players. And, um, you know, we said we were rock bottom a couple of weeks ago. I think we're getting to rock bottom right now. So, only way is up, hey? That's it. Yep. It's very reminiscent of the Hawks game going into it. So, be prepared. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, next week, we'll do a final siren and we'll probably do a question round. If we get enough questions, I'll put that out on Facebook towards the end of the week. Um, but until then, uh, go Eagles and get the word Eagle Nation around. If you, if you listen to the podcast, tell your mates, have a listen. And then, yeah, the question round is going to come up. So get them in, you know, you get your name spoken out in the air. And we want to see where you're from. Tell us where you're from as well. So um, we can put that onto air as well. All right, boys, until next week, uh, go Eagles, eh? Go Eagles. Share the West Coast sky I will t-